and welcome to the Mayor Finan podcast. I am Champagne Mayor Deb Finan, and today I'm talking with Tina Marie Ansong about our upcoming census. Thank you, Mayor Finan. I'm Tina Ansong. I'm an associate planner with the city of Champaign. Um, and I have the privilege of being the census rep for the city this time around. That's great. So since you're our census rep, can you remind Champaign residents about what the census is? Sure. So the census is like a survey, but survey in terms of counting, not survey in terms of an opinion. Um, So it's essentially a count that's conducted by the federal government every 10 years. And the government is trying to count every single person living in the United States. So whether you are um, a citizen or you're undocumented or you're a green card holder, your immigration status does not matter as long as you're living in the United States. Um, You should be counted. What about students? Should they be counted? Students should absolutely be counted. That's a very good question. I know there's a lot of confusion about where students get counted. Should they be counted at home? Well, not necessarily at home, but should they be counted at their parents' home or at their campus home? And they should definitely be counted in here in Champaign-Urbana since they will be living here on campus um, on April 1st, because that's the official census day is April 1st. So that, I guess, makes me wonder about, you know, is it your official residence if if you're a student and you're living in a dorm as to, opposed to a student who's living in an apartment are they still counted here they are still counted here so if you're living in what the census classifies as group quarters that's uh, dormitories or any sort of a shared living facility where each person doesn't have their own address they get counted as part of the group quarters counting and that's done separate if you live off campus and you have your own apartment and you could be sharing with a number of roommates, Um, each individual address will be mailed a census form and each person should be counted at that address that they're living at. So you talked about group quarters. I'm now thinking about the opposite end of the spectrum. So nursing homes or residential living facilities. How do people get counted in those types of places? Well, the nursing home, like the Champaign County Nursing Home, would be classified as a group living quarter. But let's say a facility like a Clark Lindsay, where a lot of those residents, um, some of them have the opportunity to live in their own um, home or facility. They have a separate address. They will get their own census form um, mailed to them. So if you do not have your own uh, individual address or unit number, um, you get counted as in group quarters counting, but otherwise you get counted, you get your own individual form that you should be filling out. So we know now that how how people, well, I suppose, who should be counted, which is everybody, but why? Why do, why do we care? Why does the federal government care? What do we do with this information? Oh my God, the census is so important and it's, it's tied to so many different things. Um, so first and foremost, as you know, it's 2020, it's an election year. Oh, you're uh, kidding. Really? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> right. So as it relates to 
politics and political representation, um, it directly affects the apportionment in the House of Representatives. So as you know, each state is allotted a certain number of representatives in the House of Representatives, and that's directly proportionate to their population. So we could lose or gain representatives in Washington, D.C. based on census numbers. Absolutely. Um, And as you may know, you've heard in the last few years, um, talks of a lot of out-migration with the state of Illinois to neighboring states. So it's even more important that this year that all the persons living here get counted here. Um, So that's from the political standpoint. And I know that the other thing that's very important to people is money, right? Always. Always. Um, So the census data is directly tied to the distribution of 675 billion dollars with a B. So uh, and this is from the federal government to the state or to the city or how does that work? It's to every layer of government. It's to the state, it's to the city, it's to even uh, nonprofits that apply for federal grants. It's everything that's tied to that. So it's Medicaid, it's SNAP, it is school lunch programs, it's funding for roads, hospitals, um, federal housing, everything. It's tied to almost everything in terms of federal funding that's being distributed. So they're looking at giving us a proportional share of whatever funding is available, and that's based on our population as counted in the census. Absolutely. But also, from a city standpoint, um, in terms of our own economic development interests, um, I know you as mayor would hear all the time from citizens, when is this business coming here? Why can't we get uh, Whole Foods? Why can't we get a DSW? And And so... I know people think we actively go out to individual businesses and recruit, but those businesses have their own researchers and they rely on census data to tell them, does Champagne have the population to sustain my business? Does Champagne population have the purchasing power to sustain my business? So they're relying on the census data to make those decisions as well. So you're telling me if everyone gets counted, we get a golden corral? <laughs> good one. That's a good one. We make no promises. The planning department. They can is call Tom Kasich no and ask what the, what the magic number for golden corral is. Um, okay, so. How do people get counted? I mean, do they log on? Do they get a postcard? Are they going to get a phone call? What's going to happen? So it's different this year. So in all the previous years, it was all done by paper form. So this year, it's the first year where the census is actively encouraging as many people to fill out the census form online this year. So beginning on March 12th, the census will start mailing out invitation letters to residents. And in that invitation letter, you'll have a and a URL, um, as well as a unique census ID um, that will allow you to go online and input your ID that is tied to that particular address um, and encourage you to fill out the form online. So you will get three reminders in the mail. The third reminder will be an actual paper form for you to fill out this year. Um, And then 
at that point, if there is still no response or your response is what they deem incomplete, that's when you'll start um, seeing census takers do door-to-door um, enumeration after that. Well, let's talk a minute about census takers. So census is also hiring, right? So Absolutely. let's talk about that. <laughs> yep. So the census is currently hiring um, a number of fieldwork positions. It currently pays $20.50 an hour. Okay. The schedule is flexible. Um, so if you are interested in making some extra money or you have a teenager living in your basement over the age of 18 <laughs> that needs to make some extra money. Mine's not in the basement, but she's 18. <laughs> Please encourage them to apply. Please go to 2020census.gov um, to apply uh, for census taker positions. They they really need a lot of um, help and boots on the ground to get this done this year. So. That sounds great. So let's go back to you were talking about, you know, people are going to get the invites in the mail and they're going to get um, a unique identifier. Is it going to be tied to, I know Deb Finan lives, you know, on this street at this address, um, and so they're sending it to me, or is it to whoever's in the household that they get that unique identifier to respond? So the identifier is tied to the address, okay. not necessarily any one particular person that's living at that particular okay. home. So if you have four roommates either one of you can fill out the form on behalf of everyone. That's and they don't the know household. if I've got three kids at home or two kids at home or they're just sending it to, we know there's a house on the street. Correct. So if I'm somebody who is, for whatever reason, concerned about I've gotten outstanding warrant or um, maybe I am um, – not a docu- not documented, um, is census going to, you know, then turn around and call Champagne police and say, come on out and, you know, arrest the person who just filled out their census form? The answer is absolutely not. Um, the census, it, all census workers and the census itself is required by federal law to keep all the information private. They cannot share it with any other person, any other agency, whether it's a federal agency, government agency, they're bound by law to keep your information private. But at the same time, I do recognize that some people still may have uh, some concerns, especially with Uh, persons coming to their door. And I would say if you're nervous about that, the best way to avoid that is to fill out your census form online. That way, you know, if anybody is knocking on your door, it's not the census. (laughs) Well, and you can go to the library, right? You don't have to be sitting in the house or apartment where you got the letter mailed to. It's not tied to your ISP address. And so um, you can fill it out on campus. You can fill it out at any public computer. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. And I'm glad you brought up that point because on our Champaign County Complete Count Committee, that's a lot of seats. Yeah. We are currently working on having a number of what we're calling census kiosks or census hubs that are spread throughout the community, recognizing fully that not everyone has access to the Internet and to facilities to do their forms um, online. So those locations have not been finalized yet, but for 
almost certain the library and or city building will um, have those facilities, but listen out um, at a later date. Um, and all that information will be public of all the locations that you will have the opportunity to take your census. And what if online. you just want a paper copy? Do you wait till they send you four notices or is there a way to let them know that you want your paper copy? I believe you have to wait for the first. <laughs> they get to pay the cost of yeah. uh, sending you lots of letters. I yes. <laughs> and it's important to note, too, that the census is available in 12 languages this wow. year. So very inclusive. So will it the um, will the notice come in multiple languages? The notice will not come in multiple languages. But once you go to that URL, it will have a bar at the top of the page for you to just automatically click on um, whichever language you would like to continue the form. So it's going to be important for us, for all of our um, non-native speakers, for them to understand that when they get that notice, that if they have the ability to go online, then there will be things in their language. So we need to get the word out about that. Absolutely. And are we partnering with anyone to help with that? In terms of, oh, yes, so absolutely. On our Complete Count Committee, we have partnered with the University YMCA, and they've been a wonderful partner um, thus far, and they have sort of taken the lead to ensure that the foreign-born population and students on campus get counted. Um, so, yeah, they've been very helpful, um, and they have staff that speak multiple languages. They do. And I assume that's part of the new American Welcome Center. So they're doing that through that project. Yes. yes. That's okay. great. So if if a resident ignores multiple notices or just doesn't get to it or as I'm, you know, living in Florida for this horrible winter and comes <laughs> back um, and and they end up with a census taker at their door how how are they going to know that it's a census taker and it's not someone that's there for a scam or to take advantage of them? Um, good question. So every census taker will be decked out in census gear. So the laptops will be branded with census gear. The phones will be branded with census gear. But most importantly, they will wear a very large ID around their neck on a lanyard um, that will identify them as a census taker. And I will say there are certain things to look out for that are red flags. If a census taker is asking you for payment of any kind or your social security number, your driver's license number, or your citizenship status, those are all red flags. Those are not questions that a census taker should be asking you. And I would say if a census taker is at your door and asking those questions, you just tell them, hold on one minute. <laughs> right. Close the and then door, you call, call Champagne Police. police. Yes, call, call 911. Well, and, and um, I think it's important to emphasize one of the things that you mentioned, which is citizenship is not a question on the census. So people do not need to be concerned about that. That's correct. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you can think of that our citizens need to know about for census? Let's see. I think we covered it. 
do you want to give them the uh, census URL? Is there, or just talk to them about the website? So currently, the 2020census.gov website. It's just putting out general information, frequently asked questions about the census. Um, they have a lot of information on how to fill out the form and stuff like that. But in terms of the actual URL to fill out the census form that will not go live until um, March 12th when the mailings um, have begun. Uh, the other thing I will say is they will not do mailings to everyone at the same time. Uh, so don't get nervous if your neighbor got their form and you didn't get yours. Good information to have. Because they are trying to sort of stagger the response so that the website doesn't get overwhelmed. So And yeah. timing-wise... They've timed it so students will be, and U of I students will be around. Is that correct? That's correct. So official census day is April 1st. Uh, they will start their door-to-door um, -door canvassing on campus sooner than that because they recognize graduation is mid-May. But for the rest of the uh, community, door-to-door uh, -door enumeration will take place through, throughout the summer. Okay, that sounds great. So thank you, Tina, for joining me today. I want to thank our listeners. I hope you've enjoyed our first podcast. And we look forward to future episodes in upcoming months. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thanks for having me.